welcome to another episode of Let's Hookah. On this episode, I sat down with comedian and actor Riley Lassen to smoke hookah and chat about everything from comedy to Riley's knowledge about Shakespeare to relationships to astrology. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave a comment and follow us on Instagram. Thank you. Welcome to Let's Hookah. Yay. <laughs> Today we have Riley Lassen. Am I saying that right? You're perfect. That's perfect. All right. Welcome to, welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. So, uh, tell me, how was your day? Today? Today's good. You know, it's a, it's a Monday, but it doesn't feel like a Monday. I don't know why. I don't know if it's... It feels like it's starting to become fall, I think. Do you feel it a little bit in For the me, air? it feels like it's not a Monday because I didn't go to work today. I, I'm so- <laughs> I love that for you. So like that just makes me happy. Yeah, I, was just like, I love I that can. you were able to just like, do you sleep in? Are you like a sleeping in person? Yeah. You love to yeah. sleep like people are like, oh, I love getting up early and getting stuff. I'm like, no. I hate those people. No. Stop. I wish I could be like on TikTok. Yeah. When right. they wake up early. They ever see those? No. I watch them. These girls, they wake up early. They make their bed. They make their coffee. They go to the gym. Like, and they were like, they look so. I think that's put together. That's a TikTok world. Do you think it's real? That doesn't seem real to me because Mm -hmm. most people I know are miserable in the morning. We know so many comics. That's that's why. why. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the people we hang with are like such night owls that by the time it's morning, we're like, fuck it. But no, even my even my non comedy friends, they like to like sleep in. Hang out too. I think everyone's just sleepy. I think the summer made everyone sleepy. <laughs> yeah, and the last few years has made us sleepy. Right? Yeah, it's tired. Everyone's and sleepy and tired. So, so much. wants to sleep in. <laughs> Nobody wants to get out of bed. <laughs> I I literally have always. I was always that person who wanted to get the day started, like be out and about mm-hmm. these things. But since I moved here, I just kind of want to lay in bed in the morning, to not and go it's to like work. New York just, City too. Yeah, it tires you. It, yes, that I think that's that's it. And you walk? Do you walk to work? Yeah, I walk to work. See, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'd like to walk to work. Like I like to be so far away from things. Like separate myself, so that you could walk, or no, just so that you could like mentally, mentally, separate. right? Separate. Oh, I see. And even when I worked at the radio station and I moved closer to the radio station, yeah, I was like, I kind of like living in Brooklyn because after I was done working at the radio, it took me like forty five minutes to get back to Brooklyn, but then I could separate myself easy. Like I was able to be like dissociate a little bit yeah. <laughs> from work. Yeah, that makes sense. My day job is uh, I'm, I'm a neuroscientist. So mm-hmm. when I have to go to the lab, sometimes I have to stay late in the evening yeah. or on the, go in on the weekends. So I wanted to stay close so that I could just... You could just pop in whenever. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Do you go on the weekends? Sometimes I do have to go on the oh weekends. During my doctorate, every weekend I would go. But back <sighs> then I had kind of a... I was way more hardworking. And I had, I would, I would tell people, you know, they'd be like, why are you going in? It's a Sunday. I was like, well, weekends are a social construct. You can work <laughs> Time any is a day. social construct. What are we doing? <laughs> why are we here? Right? <laughs> that is true. Oh, thank you. That is very true. I don't know. Sundays, Sundays stress me out. I'd rather, I think, work on a Saturday than, I don't even know. I, I'm just impressed by all. <laughs> By you going in doctorate PhD, it's all very exciting. Nah, it's all so boring. 
How, how do you find it? I've been so long. I love it so much. <laughs> really? You yeah, haven't? I've been so long though. Oh, oh, it's so nice. You like the flavor? Yes. What it, it's like? It's like sweet, but tangy. Yeah, it's watermelon chill. Oh, I like that's watermelon. That yeah. is, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And then it has like a minty flavor to it. Yes, yeah. I, I definitely have that at the end. I think the first time I smoked hookah was in middle school. Where was middle it? School. It was was it in Philly or Cherry Hill? It was in South Jersey somewhere. And someone had a hookah, and I thought it was the coolest thing. I loved it. I was like, this is my favorite thing. I don't know. I thought it was just so, like, I like the social aspect of hookah. I like the sitting around. Yeah. And, like, the, it's a very relaxing thing. I feel like it's like an icebreaker. I used to tell, so back in the UK, a lot of my friends used to be like, I can't believe, you know, you, you, you're doing hookah all the time, and you're going to these hookah places by yourself and doing work. I was like, you don't understand. It's like meditative. Yes. You know, yes. what is the one big thing they always tell us to do to relax? Mm. To breathe, right? <laughs> and this sort of forces you to breathe. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. You went like to the full and you're like, okay, what's going to make me breathe? Okay, hookah. I have to breathe with that. Sure, <laughs> I know it puts things into your lungs, but at least it makes me take deep breaths right. in. That's deep true. breaths out. That's <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'd be, I went to acting school. Sometimes I'd be doing stuff and my teacher's like, are you breathing? And I realized I wasn't breathing. Right. Yeah. It's very, it ha- or like jaw, your jaw clench. Like I, I grind my teeth in it. Like I, I'm constantly like, everything's tense. <laughs> right. And I feel like a hookah detenses you. It does. <laughs> the detenses word. you. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> it's not a word. Uh, <laughs> it's only in neuroscience. Like, it detenses it, you. It relaxes it's, you. Yeah, it's rel- <laughs> yes. That's how tense people in New York are. They don't know what the word relax is. No. No. <laughs> and I grew up in Jersey, so it's like kind of all the same. <laughs> Do you grow up in Jersey and in Philly? So I grew up in South Jersey. It's called it's called Cherry Hill, and it's right outside Philadelphia. It's like ten minutes outside okay. Philly. So would you go to Philly to like hang out? Or like oh yeah, party or we go. <laughs> we go to Woody's when I was okay. younger. Um, every all every all the time, like with all my friends. It was a gay bar in Philly, okay. and it's it's still there. It's so fun. <laughs> Woody's okay. Woody's, and it was like the best time. Like. Philly, but like a lot of my friends from high school have moved there. My cousins are there. Mm. I think my brother's going to move there. So like, I'll always have a special place in my heart for Philadelphia. But I'm never leaving New York. Oh, I get that. I should probably have turned the AC off while we were recording. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> I love this. I love that we're here slowly figuring it out. And it's, yeah. and that makes me so happy. And the same thing happened on the last episode. I was like, I'm going to turn the, I'm going to keep it cool in here so that for the recording, you know, it's cool. Right. Um, so I don't need the AC up. And then 10 minutes in, I was like, Oh, I forgot to turn the AC up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Oh no, but it's nice. I'm a big hookah hogger, so you need to just like reach out. Will do, will do. This is so nice. Do you do this by yourself? I do. That's nice. Which is why the podcast is good because then I can just like (laughs) share with others. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is helpful for me. This is, (laughs) you're like, when I study, I hookah, so I breathe. 
<laughs> I want to hang out with friends. I hookah, so I share. Like, yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm learning all through. I love it. I yeah. Love it. <laughs> I used to, um, I love the aspect, like you said, about sitting down and, you know, socializing while smoking hookah. Yes. And I used to do that with my friends back in the UK. You know, uh, you know how guys don't like socializing over um, like they don't like sitting down and talking, right? Mm-hmm. You, if you, you know, your guy friends are not going to just be like, Hey, come over for tea and let's chat. And it's just <laughs> like, you know, talk about this breakup you're going through, hey. whatever it is. Right. Yeah. They're never going to, they're not, they're not those people. They want to go to the bar. They want to, it's like food or bar or mm-hmm. some, it's a, it's an event. Yes. Always. So I used to get my guy friends to come to the hookah place and be like, come smoke hookah with me. Oh my and God. And then we'd sit down and they'll open up. Cause it's an activity. Would, yes. Wow. Yeah. I use food as that. Food is a good one too. But like it's, it's, it gets expensive. Right. It gets expensive. Then people are like, I don't want to eat a hookah. It's just one. Yeah. Oh, that's so smart. And obviously I like so smoking smart. it anyway, right? Like right. I'm going to smoke it now by myself like, too. So. Might as well. Yeah. There's two in one. <laughs> might as well. Was there a lot of hookah places in the UK? In the UK? Yeah. Yeah. I lived in Cambridge. No. In that, Cambridge, there was one sense. place. Yeah, I can, okay, I can see and that. And I was their main customer. It was me and all these <laughs> you old... You kept them in business. All these old Arab <laughs> men and me. It was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That could be a show. I'd watch that. It was kind of, it's kind of a weird vibe. I would get in. There's all these old Arab men in the neighborhood. They would sit there, some young Arab men, mm-hmm. Pakistani, South Asian, generally just sitting there and hanging out. And I'd be the only woman in there. Did you make friends? No. They all knew that, you know, I was like to be respected and right. sat in the corner. I'd come thing. in and they would treat me like royalty. Like I'd come in and oh, the I guy, the, the owner would be like, uh, yeah, I got your table ready. And then he would, if anyone was sitting there, he'd be like, let me move you guys over here. Because, you know, I would want to sit at the place with the heater on or. You know, right, right. Because I was bringing my laptop, I wanted like close, sit close to the outlet. Um, so you just like create that space for me. No one would talk to me. People would acknowledge me when I entered with a head nod. They would think that you own the place. They'll be like, yeah, she's like, like, yeah, this is is her hookah spot. Like she owns this place. Yeah, it was such a regular there. And (laughs) there's the manager. She owns it. Like, you have any questions? (laughs) Um, Oh my god, that's that's fun. And it was one place in Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I, I live. I was in Birmingham during school to study Shakespeare. I was there for five months, but I don't think we ever. Birmingham has a lot. I, I would say I was like, I bet I, I don't think we ever did hookah. So it's a Birmingham. huge South Asian community. Yes, yes, and that's why I'm like, I bet there was a ton. Yeah, but. You, my friends didn't really smoke. Your right. Shakespeare learning friends were not about Nobody that life. Nobody was smoking, smoking hookah. We drank a lot. Right. We got drunk a lot in Birmingham, but we never, I don't think we ever smoked hookah, which I'm kind of not thinking about, kind of sad about. Can you do a Brummy accent? Oh my God. It was <laughs> like, I didn't expect, I didn't expect it. Cause like, and the thing is, you go to America and you go to, the South is you get get a different accent than New York. Like right. it's just dialects is how they work. Yeah. For some reason it didn't click that when we went to Birmingham two hours from London that the accent would be different. It's it's shocking. shocking. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't I was, understand. I was people. single and horny and like 
we all, a lot of my friends that we were with, we were all were single and like horny and we were in a Christian missionary. They put, <laughs> so then they sent us, there was, there was 10 of us, 10 actors. We're all 21, 22. Right. And they sent us and we lived in a Christian missionary and we had rules. They were like, please don't bring anyone in past a certain time. And we were all were trying to be hoes. Like yeah. we all downloaded Tinder in Birmingham just to like meet people. Yeah. And I met a really nice dude in the first night I was there. We matched on Tinder. His name was Rob and he was from, where was he from? He's from like where, what's the really like show, the English show where the, oh my God, like the Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. I think Abbey. he lived by da- like where Downton Abbey. Wow. So his accent's like very nice, okay. very posh. I mm. think that's what they would say. Um, but when I met him, I was like, oh, you don't sound like you're from Birmingham. <laughs> he just went to school in Birmingham. I see. Yes. Okay. We went on a date. He told me to do stand up. Really? <laughs> he told me to do stand up. Yeah. Because you were so funny. And within five minutes on our date, I was like, he was like, have you ever done stand up before? And I'm like, what? I was like, I, I thought about it. He was, I think he's like, I think you should. I'm like, wow. wow. And that was like the first week in Birmingham. So I owe a lot to Birmingham. Did you did you do stand up over there? No, no, no. I was just so focused on the Shakespeare. Right. So focused on the Shakespeare. But I think the year after I did a set. Like I did one little set like randomly and then I moved to New York and then finally like went into it. So but, you went Shakespeare then New York? Yeah, I went full I was a full actor. I was a full wow. actor. I got a BFA for acting. That's awesome. And then moved to New York to be an actor. And then I was like, what was it? Like three, four months in, my mom's like, you audition so much. And it it's so sad. You just it, constantly rejections. Right. Constantly auditioning. And I miss performing. And I was bartending. I was working down the street. I was working, you know, um, at Friedman's. Um, is that a bar down here? Or what it's, is a, it? it's a um, restaurant in... Um, it's on one one eighteenth, one eighteenth around there on the Upper West Side. But I would be working there like every night, every day. And then my mom was like, "You should just do like UCB or improv, like just to like perform." And then that's there was an open mic night and oh, I did stand up. No. Wow! And How many years ago was this? Five. Damn. Five and years ago. Have you been in any <laughs> acting things? Um, I've been in a play. Okay. It was a off off Broadway play um right before covid in november okay. i was in a play i did a lot of improv i was in like a keels thing when i first moved here like it was nice. very <laughs> do you be an actress i love i loved it i loved it yeah. i wanted to be a comedic actress i love like a character actor oh my god right? i can totally you see too, that but you too i can see you on tv TV That's so and a movie, nice. 100%. Oh my god. 100%. I, I, yeah. When I first met you, I was like, she should be she should be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah, like, I love that. Like, oh I, my I've never tried any acting. I would love to. Yeah, it'd be, I would like to try. It's honestly like uh, and this goes for different people too, like uh, you know, everyone's different, but sometimes when you don't have a lot a lot of training, you're more natural because you go with your instincts. I see. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you know the rules, you, sometimes when you jump into something, you don't know what you're jumping into. You just right. do you and you just go with your instincts, your gut, whatever you see or do for you, do it. Yeah. But when you know the rules, you're more hesitant. 
that's how I was a lot. Like I got very like nervous and distracted. I was doing the wrong thing. Okay. Cause while acting. Right. Cause you were trying so hard to I do the trained, right thing. Right. And, mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I, someone told me the other day, um, about how, well, he, he was like, comedians are so good at acting because you kind of do that on stage, but <laughs> you, it makes you just more relaxed when you're actually acting. I don't know if that's true. Do you, do you think that? Do you find that comedians would be good I don't at know, acting? Because I don't know if we're, I guess on stage, do you think, I just think that we're um, like ourselves times 10. Like we're just, yeah. we're just like, our, we're, we're our extending ourselves. I always say I'm my unfiltered version. Yes. Because you're still, your, you go on stage and nothing yeah. changes. I just, I go on stage and I feel like I'm just like, I'm just extra of whoever right. I am. Like you just added some extra, like whatever to yourself and that's who you are. I don't think people, people that do change when they're on stage, it's like they, be, they become a character and mm. I think they usually recognize that. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I, it's so shocking to me how many times I meet someone in person. I'm like, oh, okay, this person's super chill. Mm-hmm. And then I see them perform. And they're like so over the top. I'm like, wow, that's not the same person at all. <laughs> that's true. That's a. I I've, think I get that, that sometimes because I get excited. Oh, you're so excited <laughs> on stage. Excited. I love it though. You're the- <laughs> but it's all very like I get. I just get excited. I just get like <laughs> like I get. In Philly, my mom came to a show, and she goes, "I always know when you're nervous." <laughs> my mother she goes because your voice gets so high and you kind of like you kind of you kind of have no control and then you kind of ground yourself and i was like i hate that you know that (laughs) i hate that you see that do you get nervous a lot on stage yeah keep (laughs) <laughs> sorry. Okay, I smoked a cigarette yesterday. I forgot you don't. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you're not supposed to. I saw the smoke come out right? of your nose. I inhaled it twice now. Yeah, you're not supposed to. I smoked to a cigarette yesterday, and I don't smoke cigarettes. Okay. But I was with my friend who smokes cigarettes. He goes, "Do you want one?" Yeah. I was like, "You know what? I'll have one." So now I'm now I went into autopilot of like, <laughs> let me. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so do you want? I was like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, it was still it was still great though <laughs> i was never i never smoked cigarettes which seems crazy because i smoke so much no, hookah. yeah no 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 that makes sense yeah that makes sense cigarettes is a weird i'm like whoever smokes cigarettes now like <laughs> it's just like we know how bad it is for us <laughs> but like i used to smoke when i moved to new york i smoked a little bit oh yeah mm-hmm, but i i was like <laughs> i think i was like nine years old my parents were both smokers, but they really wanted us to not smoke. But it was really common in our community. Everyone like took up smoking back then because mm-hmm. people didn't really understand what it did to you. Sure, sure. Um, but my, my parents were like, you, you, you absolutely cannot smoke. And so my dad uh, gave me a cigarette when I was like nine years old. He was like, smoking. And then I you was like, nine? yeah, and I coughed my lungs oh out. Oh my God. We he was like, nine? all right, mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen every time you smoke. <gasps> <laughs> you know what? It. That's that's pretty, that's pretty smart. That's pretty smart. It's also probably right. Like this is gonna happen. Thing. No more. It's like okay. Well, uh, yeah. 
oh, oh shit, nine. <laughs> oh no. Oh. As I'm saying that, I'm like, I might have been younger. I oh don't know. my god. Yeah. See, I when I smell cigarette smoke, it reminds me of fa- like it's comforting. <laughs> it's comforting. I love the smell I of hate, cigarette. I hate it. It makes sense. so much. Everyone hates it, but it's a bad. It is not. It's not good and weird. I love the smell. <laughs> Does it remind you of someone? Um, it reminds me of my mom's family. In, they lived in Detroit, like right out, like in Michigan. Um, a lot of them smoked. And when I would go to visit them, I just remember smelling the smoke because I feel like cigarette, this, it sticks to your clothing. Like it sticks it to. So when I would hug or I was in their house or whatever, I remember that smell. Oh, wow. And I just, I love it. For for me, it you know my my mom still smokes. My brothers all smoke oh, cigarettes. Yeah, my dad quit when he was young, but um, you'd think that because obviously I love my family, right? Mm-hmm. So you, that I would have some like positive relationship with the smell of it. But I hate it when I'm around. They're like, oh, she's here again. Like, stop smoking. You <laughs> right. can't. You know, it's such a big fight between us yeah. all the time. Because I'm like, it literally hurts my nose. You, know, you feel it in, in your, your nose. nose. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm a weird. I'm an outlier because mm. I really everyone hates the smell and something about it. I don't know what you know. And I feel like smells are like that. Like yeah. as if we smell something, we're like, oh, that reminds me of. And for some reason, I love this. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I get so drawn to this. If I if I meet a guy and he smokes, my friends are like, ew, like you like a guy who smokes. I'm like, oh my god, like he smells so good to me. <laughs> That's like, so wild. I feel like I'm going to fall in love with a man who is like heavy cologne and like smokes. Like, I already like see what I'm going to like fall in love with. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, is that bad? like, I don't know. You're going to pick Hemingway. Right. That's the person. Whoever this man is, is going to be toxic or something. He's going to be very deep. Like, oh, something's man. going on. But I love those smells. That's They're so very funny. <laughs> I have that weird feeling about the, you know, when they burn the weed on the street, they yeah. burn off like from the sidewalk. Uh huh. That smell of like burnt grass mm-hmm. reminds me of my childhood in Turkey. Wow. So I just like feel so good when I smell it when they do it on the street. Like in doing, here in New York, they usually everywhere in Denmark they do it okay, in the UK. But, like anyway, that's when you feel like your childhood. Yeah. <gasps> In summertime, we'd go to Turkey, and it's not a good story. It's not a good connection, but we go to Turkey during summer. Uh, I spend my entire tur- summer there visiting my grandmother and my my dad's relatives. But then, because summers in Turkey are so hot, and my city kind of has like drought issues, so they would have these patches of of land that would dry out because they couldn't water it all and in order to prevent like wildfires they would have like a controlled fire oh that's so interesting and that smell from my childhood when i when i smell any when i smell them like burn weed off the streets here mm-hmm. it just like takes me back to that to those summer times in yes, turkey yes 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 it's so, it's so oh weird. that is so cool no, i'm fascinated <laughs> that's so that's so interesting because smell is honestly like yeah, I think that's honestly it's, it's it's so powerful. I think that can bring back memories. It could bring back. That's why honestly I love fall. Like I'm so excited for September. I'm I'm counting the days oh, I hate until September. You hate fall. I hate it. <gasps> Let me tell you, I thrive. Oh my god! Do you love the summer? 
I love spring. You love spring. Okay. And this spring probably. year was so sad. It's so short. <laughs> it's so short. It's so we have three days of spring. It made it was it, so miserable. Sometimes, yeah. Three to five days of spring. And then it's like, how do we go hot. from winter to summer? Mm-hmm. Where where what happened to spring? Because <laughs> I know it's supposed to like March, April, May. Yeah. I feel like it's supposed to be spring and then I felt like it was just a week in March. It was literally just a week and then it was just miserable weather. Mm-hmm. And I went away for like all of June. And I think June was probably quite nice here, but I went away for all of that. It was hot. It was hot. It was hot. I believe. I think I think I remember it being it was a hot summer. So many heat waves. So many heat waves. And I just like something about the fall. I don't know. What about the fall? Okay, you, you I love tell it. me why you like the fall. It's just, I'm I'm okay. I'm like I I've been saying this in all to all my friends lately, and I'm just repeating myself now. Literally the fall feels like and I said this to my parents when I was in Philly. I was like, I it reminds me it's like very homey and family. I don't know if it's like being Jewish and like all the holidays were in the fall. Mm. Like September is all the high holidays. So like Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, like right. all the all the big ones. And then it goes into like Halloween, which like every we feel it everywhere. Thanksgiving in America, you feel it everywhere. And then it's like Christmas yeah. and Hanukkah and then the New Year. So it's a very celebratory for It's you. a very it's like, right. And it's a very it was just constant like seeing friends, seeing family. Yeah. Seeing the leaves change, the cool air, crisp like and I love I just the colors, like I love all of those things so much. Oh, <laughs> like I can't wait. I don't know something about this fall, and I feel it for everybody. I feel like I feel like it's going to be a very renewing fall, probably because the summer was so hot, right? I think the summer was so hot. Yeah. I think it's going to be a very uplifting fall. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm <laughs> hopefully. This is my hope. Maybe my relationship with fall will change. Here. Is there a reason why you're like eh, fall? I hate it because it gets. It means that life is dying. You know, <laughs> trees are dying. This is like we're and I going love towards it. winter. It's and I pure. love that look, the dead trees. I hate it so much. It's like then it's gonna be cold and sad and dark. Like this is the beginning of it. That's true. It does get uh, seasonal depression is a thing. I have a lot of friends who have it's it. Such a big thing for me. Oh, I feel. So, I I don't think I have it, but I feel very bad because I a lot of people do and. It looks, it looks, it looks terrible. It's Because you know it's going to happen. It happens yeah. regardless. It has to happen. It doesn't have to set. Like, it has to happen. So I do feel bad about that. But I don't know. I think I'm just so, like, <laughs> I love, like, Halloween. Ever since I was a kid, like, I just love that. It's funny. My brother and I, we went to, like, a private school growing up. And, like, we had some death in the family and everything when we were younger. And we went to see, like, a therapist that came to the school. And they, you know, they took me and my brother out just to like evaluate us, see if we're good. Mm. <laughs> and they went to my parents, and they're like, "So, we told your kids to like draw because we were we were like kids at the time. I think therapy is a good way, like draw something, right?" Yeah. And they said, "Draw trees, draw a tree." And um, I drew like. You know, Nightmare Before Christmas, a little bit. It's like Tim Burton. I've never seen it. Like creepy, spooky. Like the tree was like dead and it had like weird, like (laughs) at the leaves were falling down. Like there was a moon in the corner. Like it was very dark looking. And then my brother made a dead tree too. Like no leaves (laughs) on it, just sticks. And they were like, 
we they're like this is very telling and then my parents came to me my brother and my brother and i and they're like what what's with the trees do you want to tell like how are you guys doing and I was like, oh, did you like my tree? It's like Tim Burton. Did you like how I did the... Le- like, I was so excited for my tree because I thought it looked cool. And then the, my brother like, why did you draw a dead tree? He goes, that's the easiest thing to draw. <laughs> <laughs> and the therapist is like, these kids, they're drawing dead trees. Yeah, <laughs> like, they probably thought you were I like... I drew a bat in the corner, like, <laughs> like super like... I think I drew a little graveyard. Like, it was super creepy. But I was like, I really put in the detail and my brother's like the fastest thing to do is to draw sticks. <laughs> like, but that's why I love it. I love that look. Oh, wow. I see. I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. No, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. I, I understand that the darkness can be very, very uh, disheartening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where spring, you know, life is starting up and like the warm, <laughs> like you feel like you stand in the sun and you actually you feel the warmth. I do that a lot during spring. Spring, I'm just that weirdo. I'll just like when the sun feels good, I'll just stop and I'll just like stare into the sun and I feel it in <laughs> my bones. Just get the warmth, like just get the vitamin yeah, D. Feel like and coming I, in. I literally feel it like in my bones when I do that. It's such a weird thing, but wow, I'm so affected by sun so, that's so much. Cool. No, no, that's such a cool thing. Do you have like the lamp? I don't. I probably <gasps> should get that. You should get the lamp. I should get the lamp. I've heard about this lamp. Yeah, if, yeah. What about this light sad lamp? <laughs> That's a good name for it. Yeah, sad, sad lamp. lamp. Anti sad lamp. Right. Seasonal affective disorder, right? Yeah, yeah, sad. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hope you get it. I would be excited. I would like to see it. I'd come over and see it. You know, last year I was so miserable with the New York uh, winter mm. because, also because the sky is beautiful during winter. Mm-hmm. It's so blue and sun is shining. And then you go outside and you wish you were dead <laughs> immediately. That's so true. And that was, I felt, was like even harder than just a gray UK winter. Because you can still be outside. You can still oh, go yes. for a walk. It's yes. gray and, and, you know, occasionally but rainy. Doesn't but it cut you like the winter's here. You. It doesn't hit your face. When I was in England, it was, when did we go? We went January. We went January and I, it wasn't bad. I bought an, I bought it. Oh, I wanted a coat from Harris. Okay. <laughs> my mom was like, what the heck? For my birthday. I was like, I go to England. Like I want to go to Harris and get a new coat. That coat fell apart like the next day. I was so sad, but it was a cute, like great coat. It didn't cut. It, it doesn't. It doesn't do. It was no. January. Yeah. So it was winter time. It wasn't bad. And I was the it one was nice out. with scarves and gloves. And I liked it. You know, winter. I mean, it's never been my favorite season. I like December a lot because of exactly what you said, like the, mm-hmm. the celebrations, the holidays, you know, holidays, Christmas, yep. New Year's. Even though I don't celebrate Christmas, I love the festivity. I love aspect. it. And my my birthday's in December. Wait, when? December December what? nine. Oh, right. We're both sad. Oh, we're right? both sad. On November 30th. Oh my oh, God. Well, this okay. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I get it. I, I was like, that. I kind of, cause I was the whole time as we were talking about spring and fall, I'm like, I wonder when her birthday is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder when, oh, December 9th. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love that. And my mom's birthday is December 7th. My dad's December 10th. Oh so it's just like so all many sages? things. All Sages. Yeah. Cause I was like, when does Capricorn start? Oh my God. All Sages. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think, to be That's fair so though, <laughs> with my parents, mm-hmm. it's not their real birthday. Oh, okay. 
because they grew up in villages in Turkey. So it was like the records were, were not. The records were the time your parents would go to the official, you know, to the city to like register their kids. And that could be like months, months after. after. Wow. Okay. I think my mom's really born in, in March. My dad might be sad as well. My dad's one might be real, but just like a year later. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so fascinating. Yeah, because my dad and I are very similar too, and he was also kind of all of the things that Sages are known mm-hmm. for. And Sages men and women, I feel like, are very alike. Are very alike, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think we're very alike. Um, my mom's we're quite different. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that makes sense. That's yeah, like, I was about to say that is so chaotic. If everybody was a Sag, yeah, that would be. <laughs> I can't even imagine. And, and two imagine. of my brothers are born in, in June, so they have the same... Oh, July. June, July. End of June, July. What's Cancer. that one? Cancer. Oh, my God. So they're so sensitive. They're so... Oh, like emotional. Yeah. Well, emotional. Like, but I have to say, I think Sages and Cancers, like, they get... They, yeah. they kind of do well together. Yeah. So and I think they help each other. I Sages think so. kind of, like, keep going and, like, focus and not, like... I'll do my emotions later. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's very much me. And then my yes. third my third brother is in uh, is I guess uh Capricorn? Is it, is that that's like end of December. End early of December. January, I think. No, sorry. What is end of January? Um, I know Aquarius. Aquarius. Is Aquarius? Okay. And Ooh. Aquarius I'm usually not yeah. that I'm usually a little off by some I'm okay. I'm glad I'm I helping a little bit. I used to be <laughs> into this when I was eighteen. I've not I don't really believe in this stuff anymore, mm-hmm. but it's funny that you can Kind of see the traits in people. I I really do think like uh, when you're born around the same time, I do think that the stars, the the earth, the moon, there is definitely uh, you're going to have attributes that I think align with each other Probably. just because of how the earth, yeah, is moving. I don't know what I'm talking I about, know. right? But I'm you know, saying like I feel like there's some something's got to add up where we kind of had the same attributes yeah. in a way since yeah. we're, we're at the same time because eh. it's also uncanny right when you meet people and you're like whoa okay I can totally see why you're mm-hmm. that you are this yeah. yes and yes in seconds <laughs> I just think it's funny like if you ask a guy I feel like women are more like chill if like say you're not into zodiacs right and another woman's like oh what's your sign like you don't mind being like, oh, I'm a sad. Yeah, no. But if a if like I've been on dates <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to ask. I was like, when's your birthday? Like I don't want to, but like I'm dying to know because I've slowly been more more into it as I've gotten older. But I think it's so angry. I think the Scorpios are the ones that I'm like, oh, these are just generally people I need to stay away from. <laughs> Scorpios? Yeah. It's funny because a lot of my friends are Scorpios. Really? And my grandma, my bubby was a Scorpio. Okay. You know what it is? I think I, it's my bubby. If I didn't have my bubby being a Scorpio, my grandma, I don't know if I could have like hung with Scorpios because mm. I, I knew how to like interact with her. Interesting. Because she was very, she's very, she was a very specific woman. Right. Like she liked certain things. She was a very like, and it, she was amazing, but like you definitely had to like watch. Like she was a Scorpio. She was a Scorpio. Yeah, so like, <laughs> you definitely had to watch her. So now when I'm with a Scorpio, I'm like, oh, it's like my puppy. <laughs> That's funny because I I think Scorpios and Sages are not supposed to get along. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we're very. I don't think we're very. Because like, Sages are like they just say things out 
like bluntly and they, they are just you know how they are mm-hmm. they don't keep a lot of like they don't keep secrets they don't keep a lot of things no like, i tell hidden. everything like, yeah. i'd say everything and <laughs> I, I wish i was mysterious i wish i could not but i said i'll talk <laughs> the, the funny thing is people sometimes think i'm mysterious and i'm not at all you no no you do give off that vibe you really yeah i know you definitely give off a mysterious vibe i wish i could <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so fun. I feel like you do so much with that. I do. So do you I, use your I mysteriousness? Guess, I guess I do <laughs> mysteriousness. Do you use it? I guess the guys I do sort of. I do probably am more closed off okay. uh, in in relationships, but I think in friendships I'm very. Oh, there's open. a sag. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. Because when I'm with the guy, I was hooking up with the man. <laughs> for months and this man has audacity we're not in a relationship we're hanging out he goes riley i think your problem is you don't open up wow i said you can a get guy, out now like you can leave that? yeah <laughs> and he's like he was just like we just were fuck buddies like we we're just hanging out and he knew we weren't going to be in a relationship like we're we have some mutual friends like we're just hanging i just think riley you're, you don't open up what that's get out of my house <laughs> get out of here and then he left like he was right he was 100% right why, why did that upset you for, for him to say that to you first of all I was like the audacity because <laughs> he was right um, I think honestly because he like, was you right you don't know me I don't right I was like excuse me sir like, and you know what it is too like he he opened up a lot about certain things and then I feel like I don't know if this is how you are when it comes to relationships, but like I, not in relationships, but like when I'm out with a guy, I end up listening. Like I listen a lot, and that's how it usually goes. Like I'll end up just like talking every like couple minutes, like here and there. Mm. I don't. I end up listening to what they're saying, and at the end of a date or at the end of whatever, I realize I didn't talk much, which is not like me. Mm. So I'm like, what happened? How come I end up just listening? Which is good too. You should be able to listen on a date, whatever. But you should be also be able to like have a back and forth, right? Right. This shouldn't just be them talking. Like, wait. Yeah, but that also says suggests that they weren't asking you questions. Exactly. Which I do think I pick men that Mm. I tend to like. Oh, I'll just like listen and just be there like I don't have to get involved because I feel like when you open up or whatever then you then you're actually involving yourself interesting yeah I am usually the person who asks a lot of questions mm-hmm. because I want them to say things and I want them to slip up and then <laughs> you know the more you do talk if you slip up the more you're like I'm gone <laughs> yeah they're like let me let's get to the death of right. this person right and I'll keep asking questions to a point where you know you know how when people talk and talk mm-hmm. therapists do this all the time right they'll just let you talk and then at the end of you like your pause they'll just they won't say anything and then you'll continue to talk yes and this time you'll talk about things that are that actually matter right you get to like the core of what mm-hmm. you really wanted to say and i started doing this with my friends back when i was like 18 19 because i realized that they come to me with problems and i'd be like all right so let me problem solve for you and they they're just like not take your it'd be your artificial ideas. a little bit in the beginning and they wouldn't take right. your ideas right they wouldn't they didn't most people seeking advice are not actually seeking advice they want mm-hmm. you to validate 
whatever what they think yes they're, yes they're gonna do so you're supposed to just listen to them and be like all right okay do that then you know and i find that out i found out that if i just let my friends talk and i didn't say anything they would pause and then they would continue to talk and then they would be like this is what i'm gonna do and be like all right okay Wow. So, so with that, I use that on Look guys. Look at you go. That is impressive. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that now too. <laughs> this little, check it out. Also, yeah. sort of start falling apart. Once they open up like that, and then they're like, they can't control. You know what? I think I do that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I That's what I honestly do now. That, yeah. And that's why I think I don't move forward with men because it ends up just like crumbling from the start. Cause like I'm over here mm. just being like, mm-hmm, and they're over here like, ah, like just <laughs> saying way too much. And we're both just like, so we're friends. Cool. See right. you later. Like it is okay. never, I don't know what's a good, um, I think, a, I think when I finally find someone who I'm like, okay, this is, I can see this being a, a real thing is when it's able to have a give and take right. and when we're both can be open enough and not have this weird, like, <laughs> it's sort of like a power trip, right? right? It yeah. is. Oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about like, okay, I haven't gone to therapy in two weeks and I feel like I'm learning a lot about what I do because I thought I did, but <laughs> Oh my god, maybe I'm doing it because of that. Wow. It's also a way to protect yourself from becoming um, emotionally involved and <laughs> you're not giving up too much of yourself. <laughs> Damn. We're all doomed. We're all, all doomed. Are doomed. We're doomed. This We're gonna is be, terrible. I remember when I was like, when oh I was like god. 15, 16, and I really got into zodiacs. And I remember reading somewhere that sad women, you know, they're determined, you know, free thinking, and they would you know, go for their ambition. Like their ambitions were first mm -hmm. and they would, no matter what it took, they would try to get there. hundred percent. And I really internalized this. I don't know how much of it was actually true, but I definitely internalized it. And I was like, that's who I am. But then that makes sense. That's why all sad women are like single women. Right. <laughs> we put ourselves first and we don't want to like be held back by men. All my sad friends right now, women are all single. <laughs> like I'm thinking, like there are definitely sad women out there who are happily like married in relationships, what are dating. Ascending signs? But <laughs> what else is going on? Is that their actual date? Like we right. don't know. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's true. I like and the thing is like I've never had a boyfriend in my life. Hmm. Me um, neither. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're just putting up a mirror up right now. We're just putting up a mirror and being like, "This is you." Yeah, we're like, well, you're like, I'm the Muslim version of you. We're oh my, <laughs> we need a Christian, Muslim, and a Jew. This is we're just <laughs> like the same people. <laughs> <laughs> the Muslim version and the Jewish version. We're going to bring peace to everywhere because yeah. we're like, we're the right? same. Yeah, we're, we're literally the same. Look, same people. Same people. Never had a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It just it's made not it even positive. It's all like, oh, this is sad now. <laughs> but look at us focusing on our career. <laughs> we're just focused and driven. We're driven. Boyfriends are overrated. I, you know what it is? It's like, maybe I'm all excited for the fall because in my head I'm like, gonna I thrive <laughs> in the fall. Every time I meet a man or hook up with a new guy or whatever, it's always the fall. 
And I don't know, maybe it's like body insecurities and I'm, and I'm still like insecure about myself. So in the summer, I don't feel as like sexy or cute. So I don't put myself out there as much. But in the fall, I'm like, fuck yeah, sweaters. Like, Hell yeah, love sweaters. This is sweaters. my weather, baby. <laughs> like boots. I love boots. Yeah. I'm, that's the only reason I'm looking forward to getting, turning into fall. Yes. I love cardigans. Cool cardigans. I love like big like chunky a- cardigans and sweaters. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best. I, feel, I just do your makeup and you put it on a. You're done. Like I exactly. love it. I love it exactly. Like summer, you have to be cute and. Uh, oh my god, no! I've literally worn my fall clothes in the summer. You have. If you're dying me, from the I've, heat, I've been dying. Oh gosh, I've been so hot lately, and even comics are like, "Riley, what are you wearing?" And I'm like, "I, I don't want to. I don't want to wear summer clothes." <laughs> Like I've been, uh-huh. in, I've been so like it's not summer, but it's so hot, and I'm like I just gotta go in air conditioning. And I'm good. Like, Damn. I just I love I love fall clothes, but summer like it was more. Uh, sometimes I would wear like a biker shorts and mm. t-shirts. But I was like I got nervous with monkeypox. I was like I don't want to wear like a like <laughs> shorts on the subway. <laughs> I was like mm, maybe I'll wear something more like long pants on the subways and stuff. But to be fair, I get that. Yeah. It'll just a little, you know, just enough where I was like, yeah. let me just, you know, be extra. I'll just wear, you know, leggings. But then when it's 90, 100 degrees, mm. your knees sweat. Like everything starts, starts, starts oh my decreases. Everything just starts sweating. And I was like, uh-uh. And the subway's hot. Like subways. Yeah. The subway, I don't know. The subway's uptown. I feel like there's more. I don't know. Downtown, there's a bunch, but I love me an Uber. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't live that life of the, the Ubering life. That's the dream. It is. It's, yeah, I'm terrible. Uber People Ubering lift. to gigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's how I know they made it. <laughs> <laughs> you see them get out of the car. You're like, like yeah, ah, yes. Like, I feel like there are two things that it's gonna be like. I have now. I am now comfortable in my life. One is me affording West Elm furniture. It's gonna be it for me. <laughs> uh, the second. Ubering to shows. Oh my god, it's hilarious! Yeah. Like my what I want coming. in life is so little, you know. Mm-hmm. You Just see? furniture and, and car service. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck a boyfriend. Give me a lift. The only reason I'd even w- would consider a boyfriend is so that we could share cars. Share cars. Yeah, share cars. Oh my god, I think about that all the time. I'm like, I would love a boyfriend so I could split an apartment. Yeah. That's all I want. Like the if I could keep half of my rent in my pocket, I'd <sighs> save money. It'd be so, so nice. Much. So nice. And all you have to do, like, I'm a great roommate. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this place. It's pristine. I know, you know, you have a gorgeous apartment. <laughs> you have a gorgeous apartment. But like uh, I know, I think about my apartment. I gotta move. I gotta- <laughs> I could, I think, I just, it started to hit me. When you live in a studio apartment, my brother goes to dental school um, in Rutgers in Newark, and he had a crash with me for like a week. And I realized how small that apartment truly is. Cause I was like, oh, I could live with a boyfriend in here. In a studio? It's a studio apartment, and it is like, and it's in like Midtown. It is a, it is tiny. It is it's small. I'm very lucky. Like it's been awesome. But where are you gonna go if you want to like get away from him? You're just gonna go stare into the wall in the corner. (laughs) Like you know, Alex Babbitt. Lock yourself in the bathroom. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know the um Alex Babbitt. Yeah. So him and his fiance. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm great friends with his fiance. I love them both very much. Um, they invited me to the movies twice. That that's the week he was here, so like when my brother had to go to bed early to get up early for school, 
I went to the movies with them <laughs> to like get away. To get away. Uh, yeah, I was oh like, look, God. I was like, you go home, go to sleep. I'll <laughs> see you later. And I got to go to the movies <laughs> with go. my friends. I was like, oh, this is a great, a great give and take. I love yeah. the movies. So I'm like, oh, I love the cinema. Uh huh. So much. Oh, we talked about that movie we both watched, right? Bullet oh, Train. Bullet Train. It was so that good. That was amazing. Such a that's, that's what I saw movie. with um, Alex and um, Rose. Oh, so this was mm-hmm. recently. Yes, okay. I saw it. Yeah, last week. Oh, okay. It was so good. We we all were like, <gasps> like I haven't seen a movie like that in a long time. In a long time. In a long time where I would care about all the characters, even though they were on for like ten, like, 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Like some of the characters have literally were on for like eight to ten minutes. Yeah. And I was like deeply involved. And they all connected. They all connected. It was a truly that was a great movie. Very cool. Yeah. yeah we saw last night we saw um was it the uh, the beast? Beast? With oh, the Elba. beast with mm-hmm. Idris Elba. So you and Electra you left to watch a movie. Uh we went to get dinner and then I met up with them. I had a full night. Okay, I, a, <laughs> I left. I think you I guys left like night. right before I did. Yeah. But I literally oh, you went to see. I went to just like to the cinema. I had already like booked the the movie, a movie and everything. Yeah, I should have let you know. To yeah, go I should have gone with you. Guys. I know, bro. They texted me later. They always let me know when they're like, "Hey, we're going to the movies. Okay. If you're going to come," and oh, I'm like, cute. "Oh, I'm caught. like I was at the lecture. I'm like, I gotta go to the movies. Uh, she went home. I was like, I gotta go to the movies. <laughs> I'll go if you literally I, uh, movies or food. Oh yeah, I'll my, t- my kind I'm of there. people. My kind of people. Yeah, I uh, have the AMC membership. Yeah, that's what they have. I have to get that. Yeah, it makes it so <laughs> easy to just be like, yeah, I'm gonna pop into the movies real quick. Right, five dollars, right? No, it's it's twenty dollars a month, but then you can twenty twenty five dollars a month, and then you can watch three movies a week. Oh wow! I thought it was like five dollars a movie after you get the membership. That might be a different membership. Wow. No, no, yours sounds right. Like, and you have it. I'm over here. Like, I thought this was what it was. It's so cheaper than five dollars okay. a movie. You know, oh, that's impressive. Okay, I got to do that. Yeah. I love the movies. Yeah, I, and right now I think there are a couple of movies. You know, mm-hmm. in the cinemas, so it's good time to get it. There's a lot. Yeah, it's not like when it was like. I honestly got nervous during lockdown that mm, that all movies all were going to. I was so scared. Stream. I got so scared that the movies were just going to like. I forget, was it AMC? I forget which big theater it was that they were like, they were done. And I was like, or they were about to be done. I forget what the rumors were, the news were. I forget when it was. But I I honestly got, that made me like, Mm. that made me sad. I was like, oh man. And I get it. it's, It's so nice to watch from your home, especially if like, COVID or whatever. Like, it's nice to be able to be inside to watch it. But I love go. I love it. I love the energy. Yeah. I love sitting there. The energy, being able to just like disappear for mm-hmm. a few hours. You're right? definitely disassociating in yeah, the theaters. Yeah, you mm-hmm. really are. I was telling on the last episode, we were actually talking with Mo Yakub about that oh, yeah. as well. About how we were just talking about movies for a long time. Um, and for me, that was watching a movie every Monday was my only thing that I did for me back in the oh, UK. It's like a little self-care. It's, it was self-care for self-care me. self-care thing for you. Oh, I love that. And the movie theater had a, in the UK, they had like a five pound movie tickets on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So, because it's usually the day where they get less business, right? Yeah. So I'd go in every Monday, 
rain or shine, I was at the movies because those two hours were like the only hours I, I was just not on all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd leave the cinema and like have like millions of emails and messages from people. Right, but you don't look like, at the phone during no. it. You can at least get away for a little yeah. bit. I love that. I think we saw when we were in Birmingham, though. <laughs> I love when you go to other countries and do stuff in your country, in other countries, and you're like, Oh, I'm in a movie, but I'm not in America. Like, I don't know. For some reason, <laughs> I was like, this is so cool. It was the same thing. Right. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. But for some reason, I'm like, oh, that's so cool that we're just in a different <laughs> part of the world watching the same. But it was Fifty Shades of Grey. Wow. We went to see. We all were very excited. All the girls. We left the Christian missionary. They probably would not have approved. They, yeah, the guy was like, oh, you guys seeing a movie? What movie? My friend's like, oh, I don't know. I think it's like a, <laughs> you know, a film they put out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to make an excuse up. But yeah, it was Fifty Shades of Grey. And we were so excited. And you were all horny. But and we all bought vibrators after. No way. It, by the, it was like by the bull. I forget in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these shots. I all, can't believe it. We all bought vibrators after. You reckon the makers of the Fifty Shades of Grey had stock in vibrators? vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be that smart. That'd be, be so smart. Because we all were like, what should we do now? And one of my friends was like, let's go get vibrators. <laughs> so we all went on our little trip. We all went like a little field trip. Wow. So we all a little field trip. We That's all, so disturbing. <laughs> And we all went back to the Christian missionary. I was like, do you have fun? And we're like holding goodie bags. Oh, God. And what's in the goodie bag? Oh, nothing. <laughs> like, what was the name of the store? Oh, it was like a boutique. Okay. I think. I think it was a boutique type place. I think there's a chain in the UK where they have that kind of stuff. But That makes sense. It was like a bullet. Everyone got like a little bullet. And something. And Summers? It, it was. Everyone I don't remember. I, okay. I think I was also, I was also like, ooh, because like I never bought one either. So I was like, I don't know what I'm looking for. <laughs> and we all bought the same one. Okay. I pretend like I, I threw mine out by accident. But because <laughs> it was so It's <laughs> a little bullet. Good. But all the girls, we were all so excited. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you going yeah. to the UK and like exploring your sexuality. We really were like <laughs> going Birmingham. on dates. <laughs> like we were, we really, everyone really put themselves out there. It was very impressive. I, I think it does that to you, right? Traveling does let oh, you 100%. do that. You, in your own comfort zone, it feels weird to do that in, in the city you grew up in. But mm-hmm. once you go abroad, you can really be a different version yes. of yourself. Even in New York, like... <laughs> It's funny. I feel like New York is big enough where, like, when I moved to Brooklyn, I moved from Brooklyn from Manhattan. I was living Washington Heights. I moved to the Lower East Side. Then I moved to Brooklyn. And it felt so different than living in Manhattan that I felt like a different, like, I could be, it was just felt different. Even yeah. though I was in the same, yeah, I'm living in the same in New York City, but now I'm like, it just, it was such a different everything is so different but and that's just only in the city so you could do that you could you can you, could, you can yeah. move downtown after being a, like up on the upper west side and you'd feel i love it, that you feel so different i love that i feel like every time i go to queens or to, yes. to williamsburg yes. east williamsburg i'm always like oh these places are so cool and so different yes like, i i do have a thing against williamsburg just because it's like you know it's basically all like finance bros and tech people that can mm. that you know 
the prices are so yeah, I high. Don't, I don't do much in Williams unless it's like a show. Right. I don't do much so, there. Brooklyn Comedy Club is in Williamsburg, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Like the other day I, I stopped by a friend had a show and I was just like, wow, it's really popping out here in a way. Mm-hmm. It's and it's all everyone looks the same. It's all the same people. Mm-hmm. Like they, they wear the same outfit and and but it was it was kind of it felt like a different world. Yes. And then, then I, up here like then up upper here. west side. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely Yeah. And then uh, and like some places like it's very neighborhood and it feels mm-hmm. like a fa- like when I was on um one sixty nine, I was in Washington Heights. Yeah. I I loved it because it felt very, great, very yeah. family, very neighborhood. Like yeah. you just get to know people in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, certain restaurants. Like you just, it was just such a fun music was always playing. And like, but then we moved to the Lower East Side. It was a totally, I was like, this is, this is so different. Like you're in the village, yeah. all the NYU students, like a totally different scene. Different and then Crown Heights, I was like, I saw some of my Jews. I saw some. It was just like a bunch of different. You you lived in Crown Heights. Crown Heights for two years. Oh, okay. I, I loved it. You oh. you moved around New York a lot. Five times. You've done like all the boroughs. All the boroughs. <laughs> <laughs> I've mean, done Queens. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'll ever move out to Queens. I like Queens, but I, I really love Brooklyn. Right. And I have a lot of friends in Brooklyn. And I feel like a lot of shows are in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'd move back there. We were talking about this yesterday, right? I, I don't know anyone in Brooklyn. Well, yeah. I know comics oh, right, right, in Brooklyn, right, right. but none of the none of the venues or producers, I don't right. really know anyone. Unless like a indie show and I've known the producers. Sure, sure. It, yeah. it definitely feels like um it, it like a like a not upcoming because it's been happening for a while now, but a lot of shows out there. Like if, if I do, it's like people, I, I like comics I don't really know, which is cool because then you yeah. can meet. So there's honestly, there's so many comedians in yeah. the city that you're like, oh, wow, wait, how long have you been doing that? And they're like, oh, shit, you've been doing this for how long? Like it, it, you just meet more and more people. So I definitely have to get out more because yeah. I feel like I've been doing this like the same-ish thing. But, um, but I feel like that's also... Get into a you get into a routine, mm-hmm. and I feel like stepping out of the routine is can be tired. It's just the city. It's like okay, traveling, money, sure. everything is money. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that's the other thing. Everything's costs everything. Absolutely. And like the further you get away, the f- the further you are from home. Yeah. I remember when I used to go to London all the time for shows. It would be so costly going out. You go out, mm-hmm. you're spending your whole day out there, so you also have to get food. And yep. So it's just so expensive. Like you definitely we're always out of pocket. I feel like for comedy mm-hmm. until you get to a point where you you get paid time. But yeah, and then you're uh, like, oh, this doesn't matter. Yeah. At <laughs> London, that sounds so cool. I would love to be out there doing comedy. You should go. I, out. I'm. That's like um, honestly my top like three things I want to do next year. You should. I'm. I'm, London's uh, great. It looks so fun. It looks so fun. It is. And yeah. I like London. When I went to we we go to London like two three times when I was in Birmingham, mm. and it was I was drunk every time we went. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of drinking, but it was still a lot of <laughs> the UK. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was drinking. We did a lot of like the R, well, we did the RSC, but like we did the Stratford upon Avon. We did all that too, but okay. like we did a lot of Shakespeare stuff in London as mm. well. I haven't done Shakespeare in a while now. <laughs> that what's was a your, lot of fun. What's your favorite Shakespeare play? Um, you know, Midsummer Night's Dream. Mm, that's a good one. I was in it like twice. Really? Yeah, twice, Who, three times. Who did you times. play? I was always a mechanical. So like, um, Wait, what was that? They role? were the like the the theater troupe. 
that went along. So like, <laughs> there's the there's the silly people. So like, you know how they had the lovers, Can right? You quickly recap just for whoever's listening. Oh, what Midsummer Night's yeah. Dream. <laughs> I don't talk about Shakespeare in a while, so sorry, Shakespeare, if I <laughs> uh, f this up. But like, so there's the lovers, and there's a core like one falls in love with the other, the other one falls in love with the other, and they end up in this magical forest and running around chasing each other, and the wrong person loves the wrong person, and right. it's one of those Shakespeare novelties. But yeah, and then the one who's doing all this is. Um, the, there's fairies in the forest and they're controlling it as a fairy queen. And then um, it's all coming back to me slowly. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a mischievous little character named Puck and he's playing around and insisting the queen and she's in love and she has her own love story. And oh my God, it's crazy. And then, then there's this troop of actors and they get lost in the forest, the magical forest. And then one of the actors becomes a donkey. <laughs> Why don't I remember this? It's all coming back. This is gonna be so wrong. Were you, were Someone's you gonna be listening to you? Like, what the heck? She said he's just BFA. Sounds like you acting? were in trick. I was. <laughs> Someone's gonna be listening to this. Like, wait. So she studied Shakespeare for five months <laughs> in England, and all she got was so I think this guy turns into a donkey. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure he turns into a, a donkey. And then um, the spell <laughs> goes on the queen, the fairy queen, and she falls in love with the donkey. But I played one of the actors <laughs> in the troupe that gets lost in the okay. forest. That's cool. There's more to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. No. There's more I, to the story. I thought I knew Midsummer Night's I Street. thought I did too. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm saying it, I'm like, there's more to all of this, and I'm messing it all up. Uh, and I was my, and I was in that twice. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, no, I was a fairy. The first play, it was did in high school. Did you do British accent? Um, no, we never did British accent. We 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 did accents in college. We did we had dialect teacher, and we did, <laughs> I was so bad at dialect. I have a terrible ear, so I. <laughs> I just was not great at dialects. I was really good at like, of course, the Eastern European, okay, like Russian, all that. Because my family, like, you know, you just you hear it, like you hear it, oh, like I see. all the time. Like, can you do it? Can like, you give me a Russian accent? <laughs> like, I know I couldn't do that. <laughs> I'd be so bad at it. But like, Eastern European, like Yiddish and stuff, I could that would come to me okay. like that because when I was younger, I like. I went to a Jewish day school and we did Hebrew four hours a day, five hours a day. Mm. And a lot of my teachers, a lot of them were Israeli, but like they had accents. So I would hear that accent Then I would hear old Jewish teachers and they would have like that Eastern European Yiddish right. dialect. Right. Yeah. So then I would then you just you hear it. Right. So For then sure. it would be a part of it'd be just a part of you. So Yiddish I can like do, but like. We were learning like Irish and like Scottish and wow. oh my gosh. But that honestly, that class I would laugh the most in because like you just see people trying. 
<laughs> and it's like because like you really are like trying to learn a dialect and it's like it is hard it is hard if you yeah. some of people have a good ear they can pick up some dialect. people are so good very oh, who's good who's that tiktoker who's just amazing at uh, did you see her she's no. amazing at accents she's just like girl, flips in and out that is amazing i think she might be one of very few people that are that not can- non-comedians that i follow on <laughs> <Really>? tiktok <laughs> I have to look her up because honestly, I'm always impressed. She's if you can so do that, good. yeah, that's so impressive. I think it's just for her. It seems like an innate skill that she just has. Right? She says that you know, she just knows how to do it. She hears it and then she knows how to do it. It goes right there. Yeah. I do, oh my gosh! I wish I can't even. They're like, like in every dialect or whatever. I have like a word I can say. You know, like Glasgow is such a Scottish way of saying right. Glasgow. Well, you've lived, you, like, you've I lived been in a UK. part of these in, like, in, places. In Birmingham, uh, I used to make that <laughs> accent when I used to have a bit about how people from Birmingham would come to southern southern UK and yeah. they would try to change into a, a posh accent. Because that's like a real thing. Oh, they try to do that. It's so sad because, oh, you yeah. know, people hate, people have like all these prejudices against like Middle England and like Northern England. Yeah. So in oh, the I remember south, hearing that. Mm-hmm. In the South, like at Oxford and Cambridge, they would have all these prejudices against these kids. So they would coach, code switch basically. <sighs> so they, so they'd come in like, you're right, Beb. That's a very brummy thing to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, do you recognize it? Or oh, yeah. No? oh yeah. Okay. Well, like pe- 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 peaky blinders. Peaky blinders. People would be like, "Oh, is that how people would speak it when you went to Birmingham?" I'm like, "Yeah, like brummies, like brummies. all that." Like you hear. That's what I remember them always saying. Birmingham is already an accent that people probably judge before. Like I yeah. even when I went there, I had no idea what that what it was going to be like, and when. I was on the street and I would hear like a kid would say mamai. I was like, is that mom? Like, what are they saying? <laughs> I was like, I was instantly like, this is going to be interesting. And like when I met Rob, Rob on the date, <laughs> Rob, I get had that posh accent. And I was like, are you from, are you Birmingham? And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, no. He's like, you will hear the difference. Right. And I slowly heard the difference between Birmingham and, and I fell in love with Birmingham. Like I love, I had the best time. Like I had the best time and I will never forget that accent. But on the first date with Rob, I told him this exact conversation. He was like, so what do you study? And I was like, well, we have this class, this class. And I said, we have dialects. He goes, what's that? I'm like, well, we learn accents. He goes, oh, so can you do an English accent? And all while I'm talking like this, he's in an English accent, right? Like, right. <laughs> I'm in my normal, whatever, like my usual, this is me talking and him in his beautiful accent. And he's like, oh, you should do an English accent for me. And I was like, uh... Okay, like now I'm like, oh no, this is <laughs> this is your accent. And I was like, well, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I tell my friends this. My friends will literally bring this up to me. My college friends, every once in a while, like, remember you did this? <laughs> he said, look at the menu. He said, pick something on the menu and say it in my accent. <laughs> Why did I say bye? <laughs> I was like, why? He goes, did you just say why? I'm like, yeah. He goes, right, it's just pie. Like, it's pie. I'm like, oh, it's not why? He goes, what are you doing? I'm like, why? Like, stop. I was like, why? No one talks like that. He's like, I don't know what that was. Because was that a cartoon? Was that a character? I was like, nope, that just came out of my head. 
he, he was in a fender and he just was like, he, he was laughing. He's like, I think he's like, that was the funniest thing. And maybe that's after he's like, do you want to do stand up? <laughs> I was like, no, that's just me. That's just me. That's so funny. I, thought, I saw pie. I was like, that's going to be the easiest one. Pie. It's the smallest yeah. word. How hard can pie be? Well, you kind of need like longer words so you can do the accent. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I picked the smallest <laughs> one. I was like, I can't fuck that up. Yeah. I did. I'm trying to think what else would, like, is chef it's pie? Right. You I know, could have like, easily, yeah. Right. I just, pie. <laughs> and, uh, and I told my friends, I was like, how was the date? I was like, guys, he told me to do it, you know, his accent. And they were like, did you do it? I was like, yeah. But what do you, I said, why? <laughs> like, you're an idiot, right? Like, we literally did a, that. We had to do it when we were in England a lot. Did too. you date him again after? We saw each other a couple times. We talked for years. Oh, wow. He always, he checks up on me sometimes. I message him once in a while, see how he's doing. Honestly, if he, I, he, he is so handsome. He always has got a girlfriend. Like, he's such a cutie pie. But he, if he ever is like, Riley, come to England. Like let's get married. I would leave New York in a heartbeat. Wow. Well, you had feelings for him. I oh my god. I think because he was such like he understood. Okay, you know what it is. He got me right away, mm. and I have a, such a hard time meeting men in the city that instantly are like, oh, you're weird. Right. <laughs> like you're weird. Like he instantly was like, oh, I know what the what this girl's about, and I really like that. I for really, sure. I really like that he got me. Um. And we talked for, we always, we would Instagram, we would, you know, DM once in a while, check up. And he's a nice dude, but like, he has still on Instagram. That was, that was in 2015. Wow. 2014. Oh, that's been a while. 2015, yeah. Wow. You were out there a while ago. Mm-hmm. I moved to the UK in 2015. That's when I moved. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Well, I feel like bumped it. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. Who knows? We came to London a bunch. <laughs> It's possible. It's right? honestly yeah. possible. Yeah. I passed by a hookah bar and I was like, there you go. And I, I was see a woman there. in the back on a laptop. <laughs> that was probably me. <laughs> oh, look at the owner of the place. She looks so nice <laughs> and mysterious. Uh, like a real dork <laughs> sitting right. in a hookah place doing work. Right. Oh, no, I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. 20, yeah, it's 2015 of January. Yeah. Oh, okay. I moved there in June. So we just passed oh, we just each missed. Because yeah. I left in May. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Okay, we just missed. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. So what made you get into stand-up? Aside Rob. from this guy telling you... <laughs> pie. <laughs> pie. <laughs> What's a pie? What's a pie? Um, you know what it is? It's like I've always been a, a story. Like I love telling stories. I love entertaining. And I think, honestly, like stand-up is the best of all of it where you can go up and entertain people. And... The making them laugh, I think, is is just something that is not like it, it's there, but it's and now that now being in it for like five years, I'm like, it is a craft It is fully a craft that you work on and you watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the beginning of it was I just want to get up in front of people and like, right, <laughs> just perform. perform and entertain them. Yeah. And now as you're and you get in it longer and longer, you realize how important like certain things are in a set mm. or like what you want from an audience or what kind of jokes they will like, like it becomes more um tactical like you know what i mean like you yeah uh you you just you learn more about the craft i don't know and now i i have fallen so in love with it and i love the people in it and i love um i love the whole aspect of stand-up 
right. now that before I just saw it as you get up on stage and you perform, which I think is the most natural. If you just see something you're like, I want to do and there's no like part of you like, if I do this, I'm going to become that. Like, no, you just want to do it. Right. It's just a pure like, I want to get up on stage. If it's in three people in the audience, 300 people in the audience, 3000 people in the audience, I'm going to do the same show for all of them. Yeah. Right. And you're yeah. just excited to Absolutely. perform. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes you go to a show and they're like, oh, it's four people and you have some comics who are like, oh, let's just cancel it then. Whereas mm-hmm. I now feel like four people, we're going to perform for four people. Right. That's I think what that's what we is. met yeah. was like, was it was like four people in the oh audience? Oh my God, it was literally four yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That is it what we It was four met. people. And that was, a, that was a really fun show. That was really fun. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, it, it was cute. I just stopped doing material, right? At some point I was like, yeah, these bits work with critical mass. Right. That's it. <laughs> that was literally what I said to them. Right. You need like a bit of, you know, someone to start the laughter. A little right. momentum. A little momentum. Because I think often, especially with the stuff that I used to talk about in the UK, because I talk about topics that, that can be a bit provocative you know like mm-hmm. i talk about race and and identity and those not everyone's comfortable laughing at are that are they more comfortable do you think here with in it the or is in the uk in, in the, the UK, uk more interesting Way more because i think people have have a different relationship with race and identity than here mm-hmm. and here if, you, if i talk about white people white people will get offended here <laughs> they're like well it wasn't they us. heard it right away they're like yeah. that wasn't me that wasn't me <laughs> right instantly okay and that, okay like, that makes not sense. all white people you know whereas right. in the uk they're like yeah whatever like we fucked up but it is what it is that was so interesting yeah. okay yeah and they're like in the uk they're like it's funny but it's not about me right. no it's like you know <laughs> they both come at a very different angle yeah. right they're like self-deprecating in the uk whereas here they're so earnest yeah okay wow that makes sense because right? i'm very self-deprecating well when i first started comedy i was very self-deprecating and i realized some of it didn't sit well with some audiences and i was like what i thought this was funny like right. i was so like like I'm telling you, you can laugh you at can this. You can laugh at this, yes. And I feel that way about like race jokes here. I, I feel that way in Brooklyn, especially because people don't want to laugh at something that makes them seem like they understand what racism is. Like they, mm-hmm. you know, like if I'm talking about how I look Puerto Rican and people in the audience aren't laughing at that, it's usually because they don't want to seem like that's um, a prejudice that they would have. Okay. Do you understand? You yes, know what I'm no, saying? Like that bit works everywhere. But yeah. in Brooklyn, for some some people are like a bit more tense about it because they don't want to validate that kind of sure. thinking or like seem. And you can kind of feel it as soon you as you get it. up there. Like, it's so interesting. Dude, I'm telling you that this is my reality. You can laugh at it, right? right. <laughs> it's like, but like the- I was over there. It's about me. Like I'm yeah. writing the joke. It's funny too because like I'll I'll be in a room and I'll ask like if there's any Jews in the room, right? And like sometimes there won't be any. And maybe there are, you know, they're not saying anything, but like most of the time I do, I'm like, okay, this on it, like it makes sense. Like, <laughs> like right. it, maybe there's two, two of us, right? And if I tell a joke about Jew, Jew, being Jewish or whatever, and, you know, I'm making fun of whatever, they won't laugh, like it'll, they'll feel awkward. And I'm like, man, like, like I'm if not they're laughing even, at it, they're being anti Semitic. Right, right. right? And it's, it's like, like, man, I'm not even trying to be that sort of like, this is me making, not even making fun, but making a comment about who I am or, right. you know, my family or my tradition or my religion. This is, I'm just like extending it to you guys now to laugh with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, I love it when there are Jews in the audience. I'm like, oh, they okay. Look, <laughs> everyone else is laughing. They, you know, it's so like, 
kind of, kind of funny, but at the same time, it makes me like, oh man, like, yeah, I thought this was fun. <laughs> like, oh, I thought this was this would make us, us all kind of come together, and you might learn something about my religion rather than you turn it and make it into a oh, this is uncomfortable. I don't want to hear. I don't. It feels. It feels like mm. they kind of like. Closing, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to right. listen. It's like, no, no, no. This is, I'm welcoming you into this. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe that's like, I don't know. Maybe it's about, maybe that's something that can be workshopped, you know, into like mm-hmm. del- delivering it differently. I don't know. Right. Who knows? You know, like, I, I, yeah. I see with other, other comics too. And it could be other, not even Jewish comics, all right. other comics yeah. that like talk about race, religion, whatever. It's very interesting to see an audience uh, you know when they, if they do turn off and mm. how an, a comic kind of responds like i love yeah. i love watching jessica kirsten like oh she's so oh great. my gosh oh how my she God. comes out I, I think it's hilarious and like you know it's it's such a good way to be like no you stop it you can laugh right. <laughs> like, but in a way that's her you know she's doing it her way yeah which and, i like, her respect delivery is so aggressive it. right mm-hmm. like so she so she's clearly cracked that she's figured out Oh, she's cracked she the code. gets people on. And mm-hmm. I feel like all of us who are still, you know, we're still trying, we're still improving as yes. comics. For us, that's like the skill to learn for each of our own like, yeah. individual. Like, I'm so excited yeah. to be able to, like, do, do you know that. I mean, that yeah. you see a comic and I'll see, like, some of my, like, co- I'm saying coworkers, some colleagues, and I'll see them on stage and I'll see them do something. And I'm like, oh, I can't. I, I got to figure out how to do that right. in my own way. You're right. Like, and it makes me want to go home and write. Like, it inspires me to, like, Absolutely. go home, write, do my thing. But it's very impressive. That's why, like, I, watching comedy now, I, I love it. Like, I'll still laugh so hard. Like, I, I think you're it's fantastic. Great. As a comic <laughs> in the it. audience, you're so amazing because you actually laugh. You're listening. Mm-hmm. And I think, I feel like most people here don't. I, I understand though. I like it's us going to work. It's like right. It's like at the end of the day, it's like, it's like okay, we're around it so much that yeah. I I totally get it. Where I, I meet you some days where I'm like, okay, I don't think I can. Right, I have like to go I've home. Heard, Another, yeah. and I forget one more joke. I'm gonna, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I get that. But it's also I like sitting in on people's sets and like mm-hmm. listening and 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 I feel like in the UK we just performed less than here so yeah it was always a treat like seeing people and being a part of like also supporting them mm. whereas in in new york specifically there's less support so when you meet people who are supportive that's like so precious to me All right, yeah and you can see that with people yeah, They're like oh this can. is that's why that show we did the first the or the first show i did with you it was like five people in the audience and all, all of us were so supportive of each other. We were all like just laughing and like, yeah. hey, good luck. Like it was just, a, it felt, it, I don't know, it felt very like camaraderie. Like we were all yeah. in it together. And you don't always get that. You it's always, a very one, we're, hey, we're on stage by ourselves. Right. You know, it's yeah. not, it is a team effort, but like it's, you're pretty much yourself up there. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, definitely looking at the the whole um, lineup as a team would mm-hmm. be would be helpful, right? If you were like, you know, yeah, that's six people on a show. If six people were sitting at the back, also listening and laughing, that's a big audience for many comedy shows in New York, right? Right. <laughs> and like also seeing like sometimes I'll see a lineup and, I'll, and I'm seeing it more and more where I'm like, oh, I, lo- I like I can't wait to see these people perform, or I can't wait to, you know, be with like I sometimes I'll be on a lineup. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, like, I can't wait to just like. 
hear their new jokes or, you know, hear how their life's going. Cause it's, you know, sometimes I feel like we're in high school sometimes or like mm. college, whatever, where it's like, sometimes we don't see each other for weeks during comics. Yeah. And we're still like, I still like love them and I care for them, but like life gets busy and you see them at a show and you're like, how is everything? How you're doing? They go on stage. You got new jokes. It's like, yeah. it's so exciting. It's I love so that. Exciting. I love that team aspect of comedy yeah. too. I, I really find that so lovely here that you get to know so many people and, and then you meet them at shows and it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a treat meeting them, right? Yep, like yeah. Hanging out. Um, when I first got here, I thought that was like the worst thing ever. The, the hang. <laughs> The comedy hang it is tiring. It is tiring. You're supposed to do it so that you can get onto shows. But now I feel like I don't do it because I have to. It's more like now I want to hang with the people that I like. Yes. At yes. their shows or like at, at shows that we're both on. So it's a very different dynamic once you're like in the in the <laughs> whole system. Right. And you have you know? the, you have people that you've kind of um like I know after five years I do have people that I can like go to mm. right away for a joke. And I can like text them and be like, what do you think? Right. right? And I right. people like where, where I can be like, hey, want to just like want to see a movie and hang? And they're like, they're comics. Like, yeah. It's like cool. Like just to hang or or to show like last night. I was telling a lecture. I was like, after we left, I said, that was so much fun. Yeah. Just hanging. I said that those group of girls like we hung with like it was so fun. And there was hours. I was like, yeah, I was like, we were there for a while at a table just like talking about everything i was like this is lovely it was like, so good it was such positive nice like and we're all and we're all and doing this we're all trying to do the same thing mm. so it's kind of cool yeah it's like hanging with your co-workers but not really yeah <laughs> like, it's absolutely weird. everyone's on their own journey mm-hmm. but you're exactly. sort of you get each other in a way that maybe a lot of people don't right outside yeah 100 percent for sure so wait what was your favorite hookah flavor oh my gosh okay so I'm trying to remember the name and I can't, it wasn't like a flavor of like, it wasn't like watermelon was in the bear. It was like a name. Okay. Double apple. No, that's still a flavor. I'm going to be so mad. I don't remember. It's been a while. Okay. It's been so long, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a fruit. It was like a name. Okay. Like, I have no idea what that could be. I have to, I'm gonna have to look it up when I go home. Do you have a hookah story that's like, do you have like an interesting, funny, stupid, whatever hookah story? Um, I think I, what was it? Where were we? Where we were smoking hookah? Maybe in Philadelphia. It might have been in Philly. And we were with all my friends and I was the guy I really liked, but I was drinking. I was drinking a lot. And sometimes when you're drinking and smoking, okay, yeah, that's where I messed up. (laughs) I messed up because I was like, you know, when I was with the guy, I was like, I had to keep drinking. Like, <laughs> like, so cute. I had to keep drinking. Like, I was like in that mindset, that very immature mindset of like, oh, let me keep drinking. And I never drank. That's what it was. Okay. So I never drank and smoked hookah like that. If I smoked hookah with friends, it was always like we were out to dinner, mm. we hung out, we smoked hookah, and then that was it. We were smoking, we were drinking, and I passed out. Oh, boy. I passed out, and at the end of the night, I remember my one of my girlfriends like woke me up, and I was like, where, do you, where is he? She's like, oh, he went home. And my heart... Oh, no. <laughs> I fell asleep. I fell asleep. The, they were, oh, the lights were coming up in the place. Wait, you... Passed, passed out, out at a place. I, they at let like me a, sleep because wow. you know it was couches. 
it was what it was like couches <laughs> it was dark the music was so nice and like lullaby like wow. i passed out i remember yep the, the, everyone opened it and i remember the whoever our waiter she came over and felt so bad for me she's like are you do you want do you want anything to bring home i think she gave me kebabs to bring home like some chicken kebabs like she's like here go home and eat this <laughs> i was like did he leave oh no <laughs> my friend was like you're so stupid. Like, you fell asleep. I'm like, why didn't no one stop? <laughs> but it was, honestly, that was honestly the best I probably slept ever. <laughs> I was on those couches, All knocked out. Wow. Yeah, because I, I, I smoked and I drank and I smoked too much hookah. I, I thought you were going to say you were like throwing up in the bathroom. because I, I felt right. I was like a little baby. Wow. Because usually <sighs> drinking and smoking hookah it makes together, sick. it makes you sick. Yeah. yeah. No, I fell yeah. right to sleep. There you go. That's not a bad. I, I mean, right you sleep. missed out on the date, but... He went home. <laughs> yes, he went home. I went, he went home? What time is it? Lights were coming up. I was like, okay. She drove, my friend drove me home. I, I think the next morning I, I got sick. Oh, good. The next morning was like okay. not good. No. But I... <laughs> But that, yeah, that was my hookah story. Yeah, That's your hookah story. I've done this so bad when I was younger. That was I loved. I really did enjoy it. So th- I'm so excited when he, he, when he posted. More. I was like, yes, hookah. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, Riley. Thank you for having me. I this can was very fun. Talk to you forever, obviously. But no, two sages, <laughs> two sages, <laughs> with no boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ever. gonna be story of our lives. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Where can people find you? Instagram, which I tried sucking this in again. Instagram. Um, I'm just Riley Lassen at all the socials and all that. So, yeah, that's a perfect way. Great. Right. Thanks. And I'm Jansu Distat, C A N S U D I S D A T on Instagram. Um, follow the podcast, leave a review. <laughs> Thank you for listening.